When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Behind the Racket pod, the podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now. Here with Ben Shelton. Um, there are lots of things I could say here. Um, let's let's start with the superlatives. Into the top 100 for the first time. Right. You have won three straight challenger titles. You are the youngest person ever to do that. 12th overall. The last American to do it was Sam Query, who was about 50 in the world at the time, won three straight in 2014. Um, this is a pretty special run. Um, how are you feeling physically? We'll start with that first. Um, to be honest, I felt okay this week. Um, not too much pain, but just a little bit of a... Uh, I felt lethargic a little bit on the court. Um, it felt... A little bit forced trying to get myself up um energized for each match so i'm I'm proud of myself for the way i competed even not being maybe a hundred percent mentally um but other than that physically i feel pretty good i uh, started to feel a little bit pain uh, of pain in, in different areas today but i mean nothing nothing i haven't felt before so uh yeah <laughs> i feel pretty lucky i mean i i didn't expect to play 15 matches in three weeks and play doubles every single week yeah. and uh, my body hold up. So it's uh, it's encouraging for me that I can uh, have a stretch like this and play this many matches and, and be all right. So you come out today, um, you, you talk about competing well because that's been kind of the theme for you. We talked about it after Charlottesville, right? Right. You got smacked around in that first set today. Yes, um, I did. You were not playing great. No. 
but Alex Vukic gave it to you. Yeah, um, he did. Talk about, I, I think the, the it was the Love 5 game. You had three break chances. He was still able to get the hold 6-Love. Right. What was in your head at that 5-Love changeover? Um, well, I wanted to, one, not get bageled. Um, to start picking up on some things on his serve so that going into the second set, I had something I could build off of. And then after I lose the first set 6-0, I'm sitting on the changeover. I'm like, okay, I got into that last return game. I think I'm going to have some chances to break if I play well in the second set. So I really need to focus on getting my service game going. If I can get this first one going, I'll be ready to run. And so I had a tough first service game. I might have been down a break point. Or two. Um, it was deuce. It was deuce. Oh, it got yeah, to deuce. Get to okay, that. no break points. Um, and I was able to lock in. He gave me one or two easy on four stairs, and that was just what I built off of. I was like, okay, I'm not going to lose O&L. <laughs> I can settle in, um, really focus on my return of serve, and stop stressing over the little things, be okay with some errors, and just really just really fight hard. And, and things started to click for me. I mean, I – I think the first break I got was was pretty easy actually, and I hit, I hit some winners. Um, yeah, after missing out on the three break chances at two one, right? When he had six aces in a game. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> he aced me on every break point. Uh, three of the break points. Three or four. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he can really hit his spots though. Yes. Um, he had more firepower than I expected. Um, I knew he hit the ball really well. I knew he could move around, hit that forehand accurately. But he he can really get something yeah. on that ball and the serve. So I'm uh, really glad to get through this one. I don't know how I did. Compare and contrast um, this match and how you responded with the last and only other professional time you've been bageled, which was against Cam Nori. Oh wow! Yeah, um, I think a little bit of a different mindset. Um, I think I was able to tell myself like. If he keeps this up, he keeps this up. But I'm just going to compete hard and get through it. And I think that my mindset a little bit too much with Cam Nori was, ah, oh, this guy's just too good. And I think that's something that will continue to change for me as I get more confidence and I move forward and I'm going to be able to settle in and into sets when guys are playing well and know that this too shall pass and uh, be able to stick true to my game and, and not, not worry so much or get so uptight about certain moments. Um, Everyone at this level can can play really well. We see that from the wild cards. We see that from the qualifiers. Everyone can have stretches where they just they just can blow you off the court at times. And uh, the great ones are able to stay consistent and get through it. I mean, there's plenty of times that some of the top guys have Roger or Nadal or Djokovic has have lost first sets at majors, and a guy's blown them off the court with just hitting winners way too good, but they can't keep it up for five sets with them. So uh, I think that's one thing that'll be a positive for me. Um, I'm willing to go deep, and uh, I understand that there's going to be times where people are going to play pretty well, and, and I think I did a great job weathering the storm today. That's frankly exactly what I was talking about early in the second set, that this is, if if this happens to be, as, as your friend and, and mine, Chris Eubanks, and I were talking about, if this happens to be Maybe not the last challenger you play, but one of the last challengers you get to play. This is that's a perfect example of of what it's like at the highest levels. Because right. you're going to get smacked around. The the level's too good. Exactly. How you respond to it, how you compete, is what you can control in those moments. Um, and I think that's a, a very good sign going forward. 
let's talk about what Australia means to you. Um, because I know you are very good about looking at big picture. But the fact that you have not only just won the wild card, but also there's still some possibilities. There's some mathematical scenarios where four or five people might pass you. And I guess it's technically possible you don't get in directly. But you've earned that right to be in top 100 and inside that main draw cut. Right. What does that mean considering at the beginning of the year you were close to 600? Yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, kind of hard to believe. Um, I saw a post on Twitter a couple minutes ago that a year and a half ago he was playing five singles for the University of Florida, and uh, now he's top hundred. So, yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of gone quick. Um, I'm definitely gonna take this off season and try to slow things down a little bit. Um, be a kid and uh, enjoy myself, but also just focus on on things that need to improve in my game. Um, I think that going down to Australia and being main draw my first time that'll be that'll be really special and I'm looking forward to it and it's not do or die for me going down there if I don't have a great year in Australia this year or any of the slams or I get knocked around some that's okay because that just means next year <laughs> look I have no points to defend when I go there and I'm backing myself um, I'm confident in my game and I'm confident in my ability to work and improve so I think that each year I'll be able to get better and better. So I'm not too worried. You know, I'm I'm going down to Australia. It'll be a great experience, and I'm going to compete my butt off. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay with the outcome and come back to the States and enjoy the rest of my year. Second place in the Wild Card Challenge was your good friend Christopher Eubanks, who you dispatched twice uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I know you would have liked to knock him out a third time. Uh, oh. That would have been... <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think his reaction will be uh, to the fact that, that you're picking up the victory today and, and the fact that he's likely to get that wild card? Yeah, he, he sent me a, a really nice text. Um, but I don't think that he was just happy for me because of the wild card. You know, he genuinely loves to see me do well. Um, he's a great friend, and I'm glad that the two of us are going to be able to hopefully both play main draw in the Australian Open. Um, I know that he loves playing main draw at slams, and he plays well when he gets there. So uh, I'm uh, happy that we're going to have that opportunity to do that, hopefully together. He sent me a text after the match about the mathematical possibilities <laughs> of, <laughs> of guys who can, well, if this guy wins next week and the next week and this guy quarterfinals <laughs> and, and this guy uses his protected, then maybe you don't get it. I was like, Chris, let's okay. calm down. Relax, okay. Man. <laughs> Chances are I'm going to be it. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I got a message this morning from Francis Diafo. Oh, wow. Um, asking me just about the, the mathematics of how it works with the wild card, if you get in, all that, who it goes to. And I said, you know, Chris would, would be the guy. Um, and I, I, I know you had an interaction with him briefly in Cincinnati. Is that right? Did you did you talk to him? In Cincinnati? No, that's me. I talked to him. He said, we've got, we've got another one here, Mike, another young buck, is what he said to me. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, we do. Francis. Um, Francis said that to me. Um, and, I, and I bring that up because I, I, I know I talked about it with Michael Moe last week. To have several young African-American men who are making a push together. Francis kind of leading that charge. But right. you, Chris, Michael Moe, over the last couple of weeks, he's in a final today as well. That's a Big deal. And Gabriel Diallo? Sure. Uh, yeah. Gabriel, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
he, he's Canadian though, so he's not African American. Okay. He's African Canadian. Okay. But yeah, you, you you understand. <laughs> we have way too many inside jokes here <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. But all, all kidding aside, it's it's an important thing right. to have a, a lot of black men who are moving forward, and I wonder what that means to you. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, it's cool to see um, the game trending in in this direction, and uh, I uh, I really look up to Francis. Um, I think it's really cool what what he's done for the sport. I mean, you look at uh, the U.S. Open this year, and other than Serena, her retirement, um, Francis was the talk of the town. He was the person bringing people out. And, and high profile people and uh basketball players you know and and i think that making our game more of a uh it's already universal but spreading it into other sports where there's top athletes who are tennis fans yes. you know i think that that's a really cool thing because you know we love watching basketball we love watching football as tennis players do they love watching tennis right um so i think it's it's really cool for for uh, w- what Francis has done, he has such a great personality and definitely something to look up to and, and how he can engage a crowd and, uh, you know, really, really just get out there and, and show his true self. Yeah, and I think that's also, uh, um, I imagine for you, considering your dad, um, at that time, he and, what, Mal Washington, right? really, uh, there were not too many young yeah, black men who were doing it at that time. Right. I imagine that means something to him as well to see you be a part of that. For sure, for sure. It's cool to have him here this week, too. Yeah, yeah, really cool to be able to finish uh, my year with my dad here. And uh, I said it on the broadcast the other day, but there won't be quite as many weeks um, next year that we'll be able to see each other. Yeah. You know, with me being in different countries and him having the college season, it'll be a lot tougher. So it's really good to have this week with him and then the off season with him. And uh, then hopefully whenever he does end up being done at the University of Florida, uh, however far down the road that is, it'll be it'll be cool to be able to share some experiences on tour with him. Last couple questions, because I know you want to get out of here, and I've I've actually got friends to go hang out with. Uh, really, for a bit. I know it's very weird that doesn't ever happen. I mean, you are <laughs> this from is, here. This, this is, is home for yeah, you, this right? This is home. Yeah, my my entire group of friends. Uh, we're actually all having a dinner tonight, about fifteen people, and I'm oh, awesome. very excited because I haven't had that opportunity. What's the one years. friend you told me about? Glenn. Glenn. My He's going to be there? He's going to be there. That's I awesome. I actually haven't seen him yet this week. Okay. And so like, I'm actually getting emotional thinking about it. It's like, this is the off season, right? And getting right. to see these people. What is that for you um, in terms of, I, I, not, let's not talk about the professional side. What's, right. What is kind of the personal thing you want to do here over the next couple of weeks? I really like being in Gainesville. Yeah. Um, a lot of the athletes at the University of Florida or athletes who have turned pro at the University of Florida are, are some of my best friends. Um, my sister's there, yeah. a lot of my old teammates. So I'll just enjoy being able to decompress, um, kind of be a college kid again, be around campus, yeah. you know, hang out and uh, go to the – athlete dining hall and just have meals with 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 people there that i enjoy being around so it's uh it's it's a really good place for me to go back to um i think it's important that you enjoy home when you're on the road as much as professional tennis players are i think that if you can go home and and really enjoy your time there it, it uh it helps a lot what are you able to tell us about what you're going to be changing professionally, sponsorship? Is there anything you're able to say at this point about what you're doing in the off season? Yes. Um, 
I uh, definitely going to try out some physios and strength coaches and keep formulating a team around me that, that can travel with me the next year. And uh, the USTA has really helped me out a lot. So uh, I'm grateful to them. But, yeah, definitely getting to a place where I can get my body right, um, continue to improve in tennis, but also improve on the physical side. My last question before you, before I actually say something personal here. Uh, you you haven't, in your three trophy uh, ceremonies here the last couple weeks, you haven't ever brought up Anna, uh, which I which is interesting. Really? Yeah. Uh, we need to work on that. Okay. Um, but I I I know how much she means to you. Right. Um, you're, for people who don't know, she is a bronze medalist in the World Championships yes. in the heptathlon. In the heptathlon. I just yeah, I track and field yes. athlete. And this is my girlfriend. He's yes. talking about. If um, any of you were wondering. <laughs> um, what has she meant for you um, in terms of? Just having that stable support system who is not your parents, not a coach, but someone you can rely on who also knows the struggle of what it's like to be an athlete. Yeah, it it really helps. Um, We definitely push each other. So that's one side of it. Um, Whenever I think I'm doing something good, I'm like, oh, wow, I got to top 100 (laughs) in the world. Yeah, she's top three. So so there's definitely a part there that that keeps me pushing, uh, keeps me engaged, and it doesn't let me get satisfied. But... Also, it's uh, it's it's really cool to be able to have someone who cares about you no matter what, and you're gonna get that good good text from win or lose, and uh, always support you, watch your matches on <laughs> on your amazing <laughs> broadcast. Right, <obviously>. And uh, <laughs> so it's it's really impressed me how selfless she is and how much she takes out of her day to uh, help me and support me. And I know that it's tough how long the uh, tennis season is compared to the track season yeah. and how much I'm away. But she's been uh, really great in my life. And, uh, yeah, so I'm uh, really excited to see where the future goes with yeah. her. You, yeah, well, just next time you get in a trophy ceremony. I got to say it, huh? You do have to say it. Right now I've been, like, staying in the moment, and I talk I about it. who's there. I get you know? it. I get it. But it's, you know it, what? But also, I'm I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm improving. You definitely are. I have improved. Yes, and I'm leaving out less people. Yes. And now I gotta think it's more funny. about the people who aren't there. You're less. You're. I can see. You're. You're actually more nervous. I think in the trophy ceremonies than I think that you are on the court. Oh, 100 percent, man. 100 <laughs> percent. There's, you know, if you if you mess up on the tennis court, everyone's like, okay, yeah, it happens. happens. <laughs> you know, if you mess up when you're speaking, everyone's like. Oh man, he can't speak. <laughs> All right, Anna's Anna's a must. Okay. Mom's mom's a must. Mom's a must. I mean, we, Lisa doesn't get nearly enough credit. That's true. Uh, Anna, Dad as well. Dean, those are those are four, and then the rest is bonus. Right. I mean, it was cool to see you. No, I don't need any of that. It's cool to meet your grandma though this week. Yeah, um, she's the best. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make you feel uncomfortable for a second because yeah. I do realize this is. Just based on timing, probably the last time you're going to be playing a challenger that I'm broadcasting. Um, okay. You, and I apologize if I get emotional because I'm tired and it's been a long few weeks for me and I miss my kid a lot. I know. In Tiburon, um, for those who are listening, and again, I apologize, I'm going to get emotional here. You had a conversation with my daughter and that doesn't happen very often that I have been able to bring my daughter on here. Right. You lowered yourself to her level to have a conversation. And that is a really special thing for me as a parent because I think a lot of people in your place, your talent, what you've been given, 
by God to to have this special talent on a court kind of lose that ability to lower yourself to the level of the person you're talking to. And that's a moment I'm never going to forget because you just had a conversation with my daughter who's eight years old and you met her at her level. Right. And that means a hell of a lot. There are a lot of people who are have had these six months with you, officials, tournament officials, staff, who all are going to remember not the tennis. They're going to remember how you treated them. And I'm appreciative of that because this was a very special run for you tennis-wise, and there were ups and downs. Right. And you treated every single person with respect. And I am, I, st- I even just sent you a message to your dad and just said, that was really special because everybody's going to know the tennis. We got lucky to see who you are as a person, and that's really special. And I'm sorry I'm getting emotional, but I'm going to remember that time you had just the two minutes with my daughter for a very long time. Right. And I'm very appreciative. So thank you for letting me behind the curtain for a little bit. It it meant a lot to me. So thank you. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I don't need anything from you. Well, I'm never, <laughs> I am never, I promise you, I will never get too big to have a good heart-to-heart conversation <laughs> with Mike Cation. I appreciate that. Or any of his family. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Go celebrate. You deserve it. And uh, I guess I'll see you in Australia. It's good coffee down there. We got to get you drinking some coffee. It's uh, really good coffee. Though. It is. It's so good. I'll I'll take you crazy here. weather, huh? That's fine. That's good. You're gonna be happy there. Okay. Yeah, it's warm. Courts play fast. You're gonna have a good time. I promise. Find some good spots to eat down there, man. Yeah. God, there's some really good food. Let's do I've it. got some places. Okay. Okay. Congratulations. Thanks. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at Noah Rubin thirty three at Mike C Tennis. And at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.